0: Banking services provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes earn APY. APY can change at any time. It can be hard to see the challenges that people we work with every day are going through. I'm Holly Robinson-Pete. Join us on The Visibility Gap, a new podcast presented by Cigna Healthcare. Download it wherever you get your podcasts. The less your business spends, the more margin you keep. But today, everything costs more. So smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle.
2: From the Bloomberg Interactive Brokers Studios, this is Bloomberg Daybreak for Thursday, May 25th. Coming up today...
3: Still waiting on a debt ceiling deal just seven days before a potential default.
2: Now the uncertainty has a rating agency putting the U.S. on a credit watch list.
3: The presidential campaign for Ron DeSantis gets off to a glitchy start on Twitter.
2: And NVIDIA
1: surges, nearing the biggest one-day jump in U.S. history. I'm Amy Morris. New York City explains it doesn't want to end the shelter rule, just change it. And New York's top housing official is stepping down.
4: I'm John Stachauer in sports. The Yankees blew a lead, lost to the Orioles. The Mets lost to the Cubs. The Florida Panthers are going to the Stanley Cup Finals. That's all straight ahead on Bloomberg Daybreak, the business news you need to start your day in just one 15-minute podcast. Each morning on Apple, Spotify, the Bloomberg Business app, and everywhere you get your podcasts.
3: Good morning, I'm Nathan Hager.
2: And I'm Karen Moscow. Here are the stories we're following today.
3: Karen, the U.S. government is now seven days from potentially running out of cash to pay its bills. The White House and congressional Republicans still haven't reached a deal to raise the debt ceiling. But after four hours of negotiations yesterday, House Speaker Kevin McCarthy said he still thinks there's time to reach an agreement. There's a number of issues that are out there that we've been working on, I think, been able to find some ways that we could probably get to fruition on a couple of these. There's still a number of them out there, so I want to work as hard as we can and not stop. Speaker McCarthy isn't saying when negotiations might resume. House lawmakers are expected to leave Washington today for Memorial Day weekend.
2: Well, as talks drag on, Nathan, the U.S. debt rating is coming under pressure. Fitch Ratings says it may downgrade its credit ratings for the U.S. And we get the latest from Bloomberg's Doug Krisner.
5: The move would reflect the
3: worsening political standoff in talks to solve the debt ceiling crisis. Fitch said the U.S. AAA is on rating watch negative to reflect increased political partisanship. The firm says it's hindering a resolution to raise or suspend the debt limit despite the fast approaching date when the government runs out of cash. Bloomberg Economics says the current standoff has the potential to wreak more havoc on the economy than in any previous go-around. In 2011, S&P global ratings drew fire for downgrading the U.S. from AAA after a similar brush with default. In New York, I'm Doug Krisner Bloomberg Daybreak. Thanks, Doug. Another major story we're following this morning involves the race for the lighthouse. Ron DeSantis has officially thrown his hat into the ring for the Republican nomination, and Bloomberg's Ed Baxter has the story.
5: He has filed papers with federal regulators and released a video.
6: Our border is a disaster. Crime And, and ran a Twitter
5: space session with Elon Musk, which they say had so many hits, they had a hard time getting it going. Welcome, uh, Governor DeSantis, uh, for this uh, historic... We're just trying just trying to get it going. Yeah, they had to shut it down. They finally did get it back up and DeSantis addressed the educational book issues. And so nothing's being banned. They're basically ensuring that we make curation choices uh, that are consistent with state standards. DeSantis becomes Donald Trump's strongest polling contender yet. In San Francisco, I'm Ed Baxter, Bloomberg Daybreak. All right, Ed,
2: thanks. Well, DeSantis is currently trailing Donald Trump in the polls, but legal trouble is mounting for the former president. Bloomberg News has learned that special counsel Jack Smith is wrapping up his investigation into Trump's refusal to return classified documents after his election defeat. Sources say Smith is poised to announce possible criminal charges in the days or weeks after Memorial Day. Any indictments would need to be approved by Attorney General Merrick Garland and a federal grand jury.
3: Let's turn to these markets now, Karen. We may be Seeing history in the making, NVIDIA is close to registering the biggest one-day valuation jump in U.S. history. Right now, its shares are surging 24%. If that holds, NVIDIA's value would rise by almost $190 billion, almost topping Apple's $191 billion one-day gain in November. Demand for NVIDIA's artificial intelligence processors brought sales forecasts for this quarter to $11 billion, shattering estimates. Dan Morgan is Senior Portfolio Manager at
1: Synovus Trust. We know that NVIDIA is one of the first chip companies to really embrace AI before it became the big thing that it is, right? And now we're starting to come that kind of fruition in terms of actually seeing these figures. I mean, when these numbers came out, I, I, I just had to say, wow.
3: Dan Morgan at Synovus Trust notes the impact on other chip makers, advanced micro devices. Those shares are up nearly 9% in early trading.
2: Well, let's look at the flip side here, Nathan. Shares of Snowflake are down about 14% in early trading. The company gave a sales outlook for the current quarter that fell short of estimates. That suggests that companies are trimming their spending for cloud software as economic conditions become more uncertain.
3: Turning to the economy, Karen, minutes from the latest Fed meeting show officials leaning toward pausing rate hikes at their June meeting. For insight on that, we spoke with former Dallas Fed President Robert Kaplan. It feels to me that they're moving toward a
1: pause. Um, It doesn't surprise me that they're having a debate, though, because despite all these rate increases, the economy is
3: holding up pretty well. And I think that's a bit of a surprise. Former Dallas Fed President Robert Kaplan said he thinks the central bank should pause and wait for more data before deciding on any more rate hikes.
2: In Europe today, Nathan, we're learning Germany suffered its first recession since the start of the pandemic. First quarter output shrank three-tenths of a percent from the previous three months. That follows a half of a percent drop in the last quarter of 2022.
3: And in banking news this morning, Karen, U.S. prosecutors are reviewing stock trading by some First Republic employees during the lender's recent failure. Sources say the Justice Department's looking at whether anyone working at the firm used inside information in transactions as the bank was on its way to collapse. The The probe is in its early stages and it's also scrutinizing the company's financial disclosures. Time now to take a look at some of the other stories making news in New York and around the world. And for that, we're joined by Bloomberg's Amy Morris.
1: Good morning, Amy. Good morning, Nathan. Officials say New York City does not want to end right-to-shelter regulations for tens of thousands of asylum seekers. Chief Counsel Brendan McGuire says the Adams administration only wants the flexibility over that 40-year-old requirement.
3: This isn't an effort here to turn our backs on anyone. The the past year demonstrates that we're not gonna do that. We will not do that. The issue here is flexibility in a crisis.
1: Now, officials say the shelter system is buckling with migrants being housed at 150 different locations across the city, which has spent roughly $760 million on services, supplies and housing for migrants, along with another $300 million on other resources. A day after Merrick, Mayor Eric Adams said he would oppose an effort to reduce homelessness by increasing the number of housing vouchers, his top housing official said she'd step down. Sources tell The New York Times the mayor's opposition to that legislation is one reason and Chief Housing Officer Jessica Katz will be leaving that job this summer. Another is reportedly confusion over who is actually in charge of dealing with the city's housing problems. Katz says she is leaving the job to spend more time with her children. Connecticut residents may see reduced commuter rail service to Manhattan if state lawmakers cut funds. The MTA may be forced to decrease service even during peak travel times. If lawmakers in Connecticut pass a budget that directs a smaller subsidy to the Transit Agency. Kathy Rinaldi, president of MTA's Metro North Railroad, told the New York Transit Agency's monthly board meeting that it would be, quote, very difficult, if not impossible, to hold peak hour trains unharmed. The possible service cuts could come as ridership is increasing after the pandemic shrank usage. New Jersey Attorney General's office has joined a lawsuit filed by 44 other states against Avid Telecom and its owner for facilitating more than 7.5 billion robocalls. The calls were made to numbers on the National Do Not Call Registry. Avid Telecom is a voice-over Internet protocol service provider that sells data, phone numbers, and dialing software so its customers can make robocalls. Global news 24 hours a day, powered by more than 2,700 journalists and analysts in over 120 countries. I'm Amy Morris, and this is Bloomberg. Nathan.
3: Okay, Amy, thank you. Time now for our Bloomberg Sports Update. For that, we bring in John Stash Hour. Thanks,
4: Nathan. The night after the Yankees came from four runs down to beat Baltimore, Baltimore trailed by four. It was 5-1 Yankees in the seventh inning when the Orioles erupted, scoring eight times off Nestor Cortez and Jimmy Cordero. Baltimore won 9-6 at the stadium and in the Yanks' five-game winning streak in the loss, two home runs. The Yankees labor Torres. The Mets went to Chicago with a five-game win streak, but now two losses for them to the Cubs, who won 4-2 at Wrigley behind the pitching. of X-Men Marcus Stroman, he allowed only four hits in eight innings. One of the hit hits was a Francisco Alvarez two-run homer. The Florida Panthers were the last team to get it into the Stanley Cup playoffs. Seated eight, they trailed the Bruins of the first round three games to one, but since then they are 11-1. Hosted Carolina, the game was tied late in regulation. Chuck
6: out at the right point, covering 15 seconds in regulation. Kachuk, Reinhardt near circle. Reinhardt in the circle. Shot, and it's fought off by Anderson. Barkoff right circle. Down to the goal line. Kachuk in front of shot. He scores! He scores! He scores! Matthew Kachuk!
4: WQAM in Miami. What a playoff for Matthew Kachuk. Nine goals, three game-winning goals. Florida Beat the Hurricanes 4-3. to It's the first sweep in franchise history and just the second trip to the Stanley Cup final. The other came back in 1996. So there's going to be a new Stanley Cup winner, it looks like, if Vegas can finish off Dallas. And the Golden Knights are up three games and none can complete the sweep tonight. Miami Heat up three zip on the Celtics, who then stayed alive winning game four tonight, game five in Boston. Jets are considering signing a new punter, Matt Araiza. A year ago, he had an impressive training camp, made the Buffalo Bills, but then got cut. After a sexual assault allegation, a has since been cleared of any wrongdoing. John Stash, our Bloomberg Sports.
6: Success is more than a destination. It's a path you take one step at a time.
0: I'm Holly Robinson-Pete. Join us on The Visibility Gap, a new podcast presented by Cigna Healthcare. Download it wherever you get your podcasts.
4: From coast to coast, from New York to San Francisco, Boston to Washington, D.C., nationwide on Sirius
3: the Bloomberg Business App, and Bloomberg.com. This is Bloomberg Daybreak. Good morning. I'm Nathan Hager with seven days now until the earliest default date set by Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen. The markets are still waiting for a deal on the debt ceiling to come out of Washington. But House Speaker Kevin McCarthy says he still thinks there's time to get to an agreement with the White House.
5: We can meet and talk at any time with the president. Uh, we're working with their team consistently, constantly. And so I think at the appropriate
0: time, we'll get back together.
3: But that optimism from Speaker McCarthy does not appear to be shared by analysts at Fitch Ratings who have placed the nation's AAA credit rating on downgrade watch. Let's bring in Bloomberg News senior editor Bill Ferries for more on this. Bill, is this starting to seem more like a deja vu from 2011 when Moody's downgraded the U.S.?
5: Yeah, it does bring back that uh it does bring back that deja vu or that memory from uh from more than 10 years ago now. And it's, you know, it's another uh, warning sign that the calendar is just getting a little bit too tight here. Uh both sides continue to meet for hours each day. Um but if you remember a, a week ago uh or just about a week ago, we were expecting the framework of a deal to uh, have been done over the weekend. Uh, And so we're here now four or five days later, and we still haven't seen that framework. And the June 1st X date, uh, which is kind of the earliest date uh, that we think uh, the Treasury will hit the debt ceiling, is uh, now just, you know, only a few more days away, six days away at this point.
3: Are you hearing uh, whether the U.S. is going to start prioritizing things? Uh, I know that uh, Social Security payments in particular are supposed to be coming due a day after Treasury secretary Yellen's ex date of June first
5: right, and so we don 't know if June first uh, is the actual uh, final deadline date, um, although that 's you know <clears throat> what what secretary yellen and uh, and many of the the major financial institutions have said is when you know when we're uh, when we 're basically running on fumes, and so they 've already been prioritizing or shifting shifting funds around. Uh, to make sure that payments are going through, it gets a lot tougher as of that date, and it may hit the ceiling then. Now, Congress can still step in and, uh, and, and try to suspend it or make other changes. That's most likely only going to happen if you know, they reach a deal at really the last minute.
3: While we wait for that deal, one thing we're not waiting for now is for Ron DeSantis to announce his presidential campaign. We'd been waiting for that for months, and it seems like uh, even the launch uh, kept some people waiting with that sort of glitchy start on Twitter.
5: Right, I think he he wanted to do something unusual by making the announcement on twitter uh, it's probably going to be remembered for other reasons, uh, although I don 't know if it'll have a long term impact, but it was um, it, it was a very glitchy launch uh twenty five minutes of which were mostly dead airtime as uh, his tech staff as elon must t- uh, tech staff tried to figure out what was going on, uh, the sound was down, uh, they eventually had to switch this Twitter spaces to another account and uh, got it off the ground somewhat. Um, and, uh, but it's, it is officially launched, and, and Ron DeSantis is, uh, even though he seems to trail Donald Trump uh, in polls by uh, more than 30 points, he is uh, the strongest challenger to him at this point, and has probably the biggest war chest to go head to head against the former president.
3: And while uh, the Florida governor wants to make this challenge, uh, former President Trump's legal challenges appear to be mounting here, with uh, sources telling us that uh, Special Counsel Jack Smith is getting close to wrapping up his classified documents investigation.
5: Right. We think he's uh, in the final stages and then has to just make a determination whether he's uh, or an announcement about whether he's going to push for criminal charges against the former president. And according to uh, our reporting, we think that could uh, come within as soon as days after the Memorial Day holiday. Um, And some of those charges that he would potentially be facing uh, would include uh, some major jail time if he's convicted. Uh, We're talking about uh, up to 20 years in prison if convicted of a of uh, obstructing justice. And that's probably, you know, when it comes to Trump's uh, Trump's decision to keep those classified documents, that's probably the most serious charge he's facing.
3: Our last 30 seconds here, even though these legal troubles are mounting, I mean, the president, the former president still has this massive polling lead over not just DeSantis, but everybody else in the Republican field.
5: He does. As I think I said, he's got a, I think it was a 36-point lead over Ron DeSantis uh, in the latest polls. And then when you talk about some of the other candidates and potential candidates, uh, Nikki Haley, Mike Pence... Uh, and a couple of the others, they are much further down, uh, usually in single digits. So uh, President Trump has showed that he has staying power with that, with that base that got him uh, to the presidency in 2016. Many of them are sticking with him. Of course, there's two different races when you're running for president. There's the, the primary race, when you have to uh, get the Republican votes, and then there's the general election, where you have to have broader appeal.